I would talk to my girlfriends and they would tell me kind of what their experiences were for their girls and what they were kind of trying to navigate through. And, and I thought, well, what is going on out there? So I started doing the research. And so when I started doing the research, I found out that it was way worse than I even thought. Barb Tiedemann didn't set out to be an advocate. She was a stay-at-home mom with three kids. As those kids grew up, the discussions she was having with other parents started to trouble her. Their daughters were suffering from anxiety, friendship problems, and other mental health issues. We were very much concerned about the mental health rates of our young girls. She wanted to do something about it, so she started looking for ways to make a positive change. This is Go the Distance, a podcast from Athabasca University. The world is rethinking education, and distance learning has become a major part of the conversation. To some people, it may seem new and strange, but it's been going on for a long time, creating opportunities and transforming lives. This series will share stories from one of the world's leaders in distance and online education for the past 50 years, Athabasca University, right here in Canada. We hope it can inspire you to start your own path to education. How far will education take you? From an early age, Barb always wanted to work with people. I wanted to know about people. I wanted to hear their stories. I was just interested in people's lives and getting to know them, getting to work with people. Originally... She wanted to study social work at university, but her mom was worried about the potential burnout she'd face in that industry. So I went with my second love, which was sports. So I did a phys ed degree, but through my phys ed degree, I specialized in the adapted phys ed route, which um, entailed working with people with physical challenges. And when I graduated from phys ed, I worked as an early intervention consultant So I ended up coming full circle with my passion of working with people, supporting people, advocating for families. She did this work for over 10 years. But when she had a child of her own, she decided to stay home. When I was pregnant with him, I always assumed I would go back to work. But when the time came to really think about that, really think about working full time and having childcare, it was a pretty easy decision. And I wasn't interested in having someone else raise my child. Over time, she had two more kids, a girl and then another boy. As her kids grew up, she noticed the things her friends were saying about their daughters were different from what she was seeing with her son. I would talk to my girlfriends and they would tell me kind of what their experiences were for their girls. The girls were talking to their parents about being excluded and being called names that really, really cut really deeply. And it really hurt me to hear that our girls were still experiencing these things. And she knew the long-term effects these types of experiences can have. I was also talking to my own girlfriends, hearing their stories from when they were young girls and adolescents. And how the struggles they faced shaped some of their decisions in life and their self-concept and their self-worth and how some of these issues and these events in their own lives have played out for their entire lives. And they had been healing. They had been trying to 
heal from those events their entire lives. And I thought, well, that's not that's not okay. You know, these girls come into this world dancing and singing and proclaiming that they're going to be the president of the world. And then at some point, that really changes. Barb started to do some research. The findings were grim. The mental health of our young girls is, is really in trouble. The rates are increasing astronomically, especially in the areas of you know, self-harm, eating disorder, depression, anxiety. I started to see a trend that the levels were increasing, kind of like a slow walk up a hill. And then all of a sudden, 2009, 2010, these spikes started happening. It was like all of a sudden you went from a slow walk up a hill to you're climbing a mountain. And I was like, what was going on for depression, for anxiety, for eating disorder, for self-harm? And I realized that it was smartphones. Barb wanted to make a difference. So she started to reach out to people in her network to see how she could start a program. And that's when she met Tasha, a psychologist specializing in working with girls. They met for a cup of coffee to chat about possibilities. It was incredible. I felt like that hour kind of changed my life. They teamed up with two other women and started a program for preteen girls. They called it Between Girls. So Between Girls, the program, is an eight-week kind of comprehensive mental health promotion prevention kind of program that we designed to be delivered in schools. But it could be delivered in communities as well. Barb and her co-founders approached several schools and got their program up and running. They would give talks over a two-month period to girls in grade four, five, and six about mental health and how to have healthy relationships. We wanted it to be super fun. So that was kind of our key, that we wanted the girls to want to be there. We didn't want it to be another class. And so we strike up these conversations to get them thinking about kind of who they are and how they would feel in those situations. We do role play. We do art. And we have conversations about, you know, what would the world be like if we were all the same? So some might love sports and some might say, well, you know, sports is kind of the worst thing in the world for me. And then they kind of laugh about it and say, oh, well, you know, that's your thing. It's not mine. And so just kind of celebrating all of those pieces and recognizing that our differences, our quirks and all of that that makes us kind of unique is really to be celebrated and not to be just kind of like falling in with everybody else and losing ourselves. But she could only take the program so far without more tools in her toolbox. I kind of felt like I needed to do more. I had been a stay-at-home mom, and this kind of became a passion for me through my experience and then through research and then through collaborating with the team. But I felt something pulling me to do more than that. And I think now it was kind of an advocacy thing. Barb quickly realized she would need to go back to school. I didn't think that I had the education, the experience, the credentials, the credibility to take that message further without having a degree. But with a life that was already full, squeezing a rigid school schedule into the daily mix wouldn't be possible. When I started thinking about going back to school to do a master's degree, I knew I needed the flexibility of the online format. 
Barb enrolled in a Master's of Counseling at Athabasca University. She learned a lot along the way. And as she dug more into the research around preteen girls and mental health, she realized she had a lot of work to do. There's been a lot of papers written and research done about social media. To go back and kind of revamp that program, I think I would need to, like we would need to include full discussions on social media. The way it influences kind of what is beautiful or what is popular or, and girls are so vulnerable to the messages of how to look and how to act and yeah, what's popular and how to fit in. Barb got her master's degree from AU and she has big plans for the future. Between Girls was kind of put on the shelf, but what I would like to do is give it a new life. You know, whether I talk to Tasha and we kind of rebrand it a little bit and move forward with it, or other organizations might have their own ideas about mental health promotion for young girls, but I've got this wealth of knowledge about what worked and what didn't work with Between Girls, and I'd really like to take that forward. And my dream would be that there would be a component of the health curriculum in grades four to six, whether it's the Alberta curriculum or the curriculums across Canada that incorporates this kind of program for girls. That's my ultimate dream. Barb has some advice for people considering going back to school. I would just encourage people to really kind of think about where they're at and where they want to be and and what's pulling them and how they can make something like this work for their lives. Like, I've met so many amazing people through Athabasca, from the instructors to the colleagues, and everybody's in a different stage of life. Some are just new grads with their degrees. Some have young families. Some are having babies while they're doing this program. It's been a wonderful experience for me. Be prepared to work for it. Go the Distance is a podcast from Athabasca University. AU, Canada's online university, has been a leader in online and distance learning for more than 50 years. For more information, go to athabascau.ca. Thank you to our guest, Barb Tiedemann. This show is produced by Antica. Our producer is Sheena Rossiter. Our senior producer is Kevin Sexton. Stuart Cox is the president of Antica. On the next episode... The war was starting in the country, and then it was starting in the city, and city became besieged, but we still couldn't believe that it is happening to us. To hear more about how online learning is transforming lives and communities, you can listen to the whole series right now, wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs>